this week on the Community Spendcast, I just learned what Mooblooms are, so we're going back and taking a look at some of the old Minecraft community votes that have taken place over the last several years, as well as I reveal some of the new information about my new TV studio currently in production, as well as tomorrow's lore stream and some exciting dark magic in the Asharia SMP. 16 minutes in, you'll also hear a repetitive squeaking noise for a couple minutes. That's my dryer. It's on the fritz, and I didn't catch it until it can be heard for a few minutes within the audio. If you don't know what the Asharia SMP is, it's our latest modded SMP that runs until April 8th. After that, it ends with a final server-wide event before closing down, and we start our next modded SMP the next following week. If you want to join the conversation, you can catch this podcast live every Monday at 8 p.m. Mountain Time on the Spontaneous Discord server. And if you want to send in any of your own questions, you can do so live or send them in by email to spontaneous at gmail.com. Hello, one and all. How are you guys doing? Hopefully life's been treating you well. It's been going good for me. I had no idea that a little while ago they did another one of those. I say a little while ago, but it was 2021. What When was it? October? Was it? I think it was the beginning of October 2021. There was another Minecraft mob vote. I had no idea and I missed it. Uh, so it sounds good. Just the voice needs work. Thanks, Overdrive. I appreciate it. <laughs> Hello, Viva La Revolution. It's good to see you as well. That's... Wait, who's that? I don't recognize that name. But you typed before, so you were someone from before. Mm, is that Arkham? No, it's not. that's not Arkham, is it? No. Because Arkham usually does the Dowsy Hootie thing, right? Doesn't he? Something like that. No, that's not. That's not. Is it? Oh, it is Arkham. Arkham, you little, you little son of a gun. <laughs> you threw me for a loop. Oh, oh, you know what it was? For some reason, I thought Troublemaker changed his name to Viva La Rinvolution. So, what's this Rinvolution? What's with... What's come? What's going on here, Arkham? Tell me. Because <laughs> there's a bunch of people that have been putting Rinvolution in their names that I've seen, in, or different variations of Rin, and it's a lot of people that I don't think know too much about Rin as a streamer. So, because I honestly, what confused me is I thought with Rinvolution that you were you were someone from uh, <laughs> that was really big into to Rinzian's community. Either way, uh, it's good to have you. Hello, hello. Yeah, so 2017 was the first mob vote, and uh, that was a long time ago. And we had a cut. They were voting between the Phantom, which I think at the time they called it something like the Monster of the Night. Uh, oh, right here. It says the monster of the night skies. Then there was Mob C, which looked like some sort of lizard ant thing, which was called the Great Hunger. And then there was another one that was it was something in the ocean. It was like a it was a weird squid thing where its tentacles opened up in four different directions on the front of its face and it had this big lashing out tongue. And they called it the monster of the ocean depths. And of course, everybody went with the phantom. And, you know, we're all very happy and uh, <laughs> and, and glad with that decision. And then they did another vote I, in 2020. I missed the one in 2020 where they were voting between a couple other mods. I also thought there were... A, I tried to find a list of all the different votes that we've had for the Minecraft community. But... Because I swear there was one to do with biomes. Where there was a vote to decide what kind of biome would be done or updated or something like that. And I, I don't remember which one... I'm pretty sure there was one of those. But the only votes I've been able to find information online were the mob votes. And I missed the one from 2021. 
2020, where they were voting between the Moo Bloom, the Ice Lodger, and the Glow Squid. And the uh, the Moo Bloom lost completely, and I'm okay with that. I I only found out about it because a couple friends were posting pictures of the Moo Bloom, and so I was trying to ask them like, what mod pack is this from? Where, where does this creature exist? What what even is this? And they lost their crap on me because apparently it's one of the greatest things that they've ever had the experience to uh, to see or or experience. I guess you could say because I guess it. The Moo Bloom was something in Minecraft Earth, right? That's what it's called. Which I, I, I don't. I never did anything with Minecraft Earth. I was really kind of tired out and tuckered out from the those augmented reality phone games after after the Pokemon one. I was just like, yeah, this isn't. You know, what walking around, physical exercise, having to go places. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, it's fine. I won't do anything with it. Although the idea of it was really cool. When they first started announcing stuff with it in E3, I think it was, they showed these wonderful creations that you could do. Like you could just build a bunch of stuff on a table and then it would just always be there. And you, anybody with their with the app would come over to your house and they could just start looking through it to see all these different creations and stuff you built all over the place. And the idea of that I thought was really cool. I don't know if that's how it ended up being, but yeah. So the, the Moo Bloom, I guess, became a thing in that. <laughs> yeah, physical exercise is overrated. I completely agree. It's it's an absolute disaster. None of us need it. It's uh, realistically exercise is bad for us if you think about it, right? I say this a lot, and I'll never stop until people truly can understand and uh, see where I'm coming from with it. But you know, you go go out for a jog, go out for a run, and then you know, really think about the symptoms you're suffering from. And it's basically the same thing as the common cold. Yeah, sure, it's a little quicker, you know. You get over exercise generally a little bit quicker than you get over the cold. But at the sa- they both affect you the same way. Dizziness, light of breath, headaches, sometimes nausea. It's just not fun. So if, uh, if you guys ever get the chance to throw exercise away, I highly recommend it. It's not good for you. It's not good for anybody. But yeah, so 2020, they had the Moo Bloom. There was also the Ice Lodger, which was supposed to be some sort of illager that spawned on the top of mountains, and it shot out these weird ice powers. And then there was the Glow Squid, and we all know the Glow Squid one, which I guess it's fair. Realistically, if you were going to give us some sort of vote for a bunch of different mobs that, gonna, that were going to enter into a, an open-world game like Minecraft, I don't, think, I don't think most of us would go, or at least for the longest time, I didn't think any of us would go for something of... Uh, uh, of a dangerous creature right something that could harm us and and deal damage but i guess the the votes are actually pretty even where with the, between the moo bloom the ice lodge and the glow squid uh it was 28 percent 34 percent and 36 percent and evil the even the final vote between the ice lodge and the glow squid was pretty close at 47.3 and 52.7 which is crazy i honestly don't know which one i think back in 2020 i probably would have voted for the ice lodger thinking back to how my mindset was back then. But I don't I don't know what I would have voted for now. I might have gotten for the... I mean, I'm probably... I don't know. I would have probably voted for the Ice Lodger or the Moo Bloom. I, have, I can't really decide. I don't know. Then who knows with that. But then we all know that the greatest possible thing, 2021, and unfortunately it was taken from us, the Copper Golem. Do we even know when the LA is supposed to be introduced into Minecraft? Because that was, that was a while ago now, wasn't it? There was the glare, which I don't remember how they worked. I think 
the glare would go and it was a thing you'd find underground and it would float around and it would detect low light areas i believe and then you could use it to kind of find where you needed to place more lighting i think that was the idea behind it and then the allay was one that you would give it an item and then it would go and try and find more of those and bring them back to chests or wherever you're at or something like that and then there's the copper golem which hands down the greatest creation ever and i'm really sad we don't ever get to do anything with it but it's probably a good thing the glare doesn't exist anymore because they updated the lighting in minecraft so it doesn't matter right i think they made it so that even low light i think affects everything way differently so it, yeah in the latest release of minecraft there's a lot of areas where light where the mobs would still spawn but now they uh they just can't spawn because there's just i don't i don't remember how the light numbers work but there's a bunch of those things. So, yeah, I'm kind of excited for that. Um, Not as excited as I would have been if it was the Copper Golem. But, yeah, okay, okay. Big plans coming up here, right? Outset SMP, I'm building a TV studio. We're going to... I've always talked for years and years about how my dream was to have my own late night talk show kind of styled thing. And then I, there were so many times where I started working towards it and I was just like, you know, I'm not really getting the feel for it. This isn't really what I'm wanting, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then I just, I was just working away, building some stuff on outset. And I just thought, wow, wait, wait, what if I did, what if I did my own talk show, like late night style talk show, but in the outset SMP? Right? That might be kind of fun. I feel like that'd be kind of weird enough that it'd be it'd be interesting, especially with all the different origins. And then being able to bring bring a bunch of the people on the server in, ask them stupid questions, put them through really dumb trials that are based on their origin, and uh, murder them at the end, you know? It'd be... <laughs> it'd be a dream come true. I'd get to entertain myself and kill things. So that's the plan for that. I, I've got a couple different names that I'm thinking of for it. I was, it was, this was stupid. I ended up, I asked people for some different suggestions on names and the only suggestions I got were all really dumb and slightly kind of like, uh, you know, where you could hear it, you could read it as, you know, it, like there, there'd be, there was another meeting behind it. They had, uh, one of them was someone, someone suggested like, Hey, you know, if you're going to be talking to them, why not call it probe the community, which I thought was really dumb. Another one said, well, you know, you're streaming in the morning. Why not call it early rising? And then another one was like, well, you know, you're giving them, you're giving them background information. So why not entering through the back? And at that point I cut off <laughs> suggestions. I'm like, no, 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 we're done. No, you guys don't get any more. And, uh, yeah, there, there were there were a few other that we <laughs> should have expected that. Yeah, well, you know, I'd, I'd like to think that my community has... You know, honestly, I thought the community had either matured enough that they were beyond that, or they were they were young enough that they wouldn't get that you know into the innuendo but this, i don't i don't things are crazy these days call it the the talky mctalk show done all right done we've got the talky mctalk show that is now its name uh you know unless something else comes up that we're like all right that's way better <laughs> but done overdrive i love it the talky mctalk show that's what we're gonna <laughs> that's what we're gonna go for so 
I'm really excited about that, but I'm more excited. Tomorrow we've got, I don't know how it's going to go. We've got a lore stream coming up tomorrow for the Asharia SMP, where we're going to be establishing a bunch of kind of the, is it preludes? Is that the right word? Preludes to the uh, upcoming events and possibly, you know, some uh, game or world changing things in the server. So uh, I think that'll be kind of fun. So we're bringing, we've, the idea behind it is we've, well, not the idea behind it. We've uh, sent out a message, uh, an SOS to all of the different colony owners to meet and talk so we can discuss some of the different uh, things going on with the raging barbarians that are coming out and assaulting our communities. And uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about a bunch of that. There's a few things I'm excited that I'm going to be revealing that I haven't talked about anywhere else yet. Um, some different items that I've gotten into my possession. I mean, one, to basically say, look, I've got this stuff, you know, we're starting to make some progress. Here's the things we still need to figure out what to do. Two, to rub it in people's faces. <laughs> look at what I've got and you don't have. So we're probably going to set up an ender chest in case someone tries to kill me so I can quickly throw the stuff in there and they can't take it from me. Because you never know what's going to happen. But uh, yeah, so that'll be kind of fun. And then I was so disappointed today when we went to go and do, I, I we found a dungeon underneath the town that we were building and the dungeons got this very cool kind of dark evil vibes to it just the way that it was laid out and the things were dilapidated and there was vines growing through and cracked bricks all over the place and some old libraries and all the stuff in the dungeon underneath the town and i was like this would be so cool for a dark necromancer magic kind of layer and so we just unlocked the ability to use the adalon mod and so i was really pumped to go and start setting all that up but then turns out i lost the adalon book and i need that to be able to know what to do in adalon because i've never done anything with a mod pack before and it's really weird with rituals and all these other sorts of things and uh, the worst part is along with it i lost the one item I needed to progress in order to unlock the Maho Tsukai mod where it gives a bunch of basically anime powers to my character. And I, oh, I wanted it so badly. The, what's really frustrating about it too is to get it, I had to kill the Wither. And the mod, the Wither in this mod pack is much tougher than, than the normal Wither. But every time a new Wither is spawned, that new wither is more powerful than the last and the first one was really difficult to kill second one basically impossible we didn't know what to do we had to let it go and escape third one we got five people together to go and kill it we i think we did maybe two percent of its health in damage and then there was nothing else that we could do. So if I don't find this item, basically that whole line of progression cut off because there's nothing we can do. The wither is too powerful. Unless we can figure out some other ways, maybe we can spawn it in the, the overworld and then we don't have to worry about the lava, but we have to do it somewhere far off because it shoots out explosives everywhere. It dashes. It's got some crazy abilities. The last one had the shield thing, so we couldn't hit it with arrows. Although I don't know if you can shoot arrows out of wither to begin with anyways. So that was that was hectic and all over the place. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so also underneath my base where kind of, so I don't know if you guys remember or recognize the overworld map of where my town is, but in the bottom in the southeast, yeah, northeast, yeah. Yeah, the southeast corner of my town, there's this big swamp. And 
in the corner of what we've just finally reached out to now turns out the nether or the the portal to the end is down there so i now control the portal to not that it matters because it's the the end is upgraded with this mod pack we have to find eight different orbs a bunch of them are from different mobs and monsters we have to find some of them through some different mod packs we have to go and explore but we can't explore some of them because we have to defeat other things to be able to unlock those packs and i, I think some of the ma the monsters we need to find are randomly generated so we and they're not within the world border that we have so we'll uh, we'll see what happens there but yeah, very possibly we're never going to be able to go and experience something like that, but or experience the the end. But at least I get to say <laughs> it's mine, right? The portal. So that's exciting. And uh, yeah, oh god, I just I just want to use Megumin's uh, explosion attack so badly. I want that so badly. And then there's also, I don't know if anybody here has seen Fate Stay or yeah, Fate Zero. But there is one of the guys who has that. He's the blonde, one of the evil blonde guys, basically the main villain, I believe. And he has that power where he has the basically an infinite treasury, and he fires out hundreds and hundreds of weapons. I can get that power as well. Base any item, any weapon in my uh, ender chest as well as my own inventory, I can launch out as these just massive projectiles. If I can get the mod pack, I have to find. I've got to find the the book or the the key that I need. And I don't know. Because I have to find the key, then I have to go into the nether, and then I have to create this little, like, nether little thing with cobblestone and gold, and then I have to activate it, which is going to start some sort of piglin legion event, which is supposed to be really tough, and I'm worried that it's tougher than the wither, because if that's the case, I'll never be able to complete it, and I'll just die and lose all my stuff there as well. So we'll see what happens with that, but I'm uh, I'm excited to see where 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 it'll go if i can find the item i'm hoping i'm hoping i can it's probably in a chest somewhere that i just put it there because i was just like i don't want people to find this but if anything you'd think i would have put it in the, in the in the nether chest so i've got something here though guys that uh this is gonna blow your mind all right and i'll, I'll send you guys a link here in a second so we can do this together uh but there was a, a group of professors at a university that were studying psych. Uh, they were doing basically psychiatric analysis work, and they were studying things to do with Winnie the Pooh. And at first, that's going to sound really crazy, but they found that every single Winnie the Pooh character was linked to a psychiatric analysis in uh, in the in the psychology field. And I've found a variation of that test. And so I thought it would be really fun for us to go through and find out wh wh which which psychiatric ana um, analysis we are most in line with, and then <laughs> through the through through our Winnie the <laughs> our Winnie the Pooh characters. And it's gonna sound really crazy, but here let me post the link in here. You guys are more than welcome to come along and. <laughs> do this too but it's called the poo pathology test i i love it i'm i'm worried about what all's gonna happen with this and where it's gonna go there's 33 questions in it and it's also one of those neat ones where it gives you a bunch of information and then you choose whether you disagree or agree with it the most or if you disagree or agree with it more and uh yeah so i'm uh i'm really worried i'm hoping i don't know i was trying to think back to all the different winnie the pooh characters right uh winnie the pooh character because i used to watch the show when i was growing up when i was really really young but i don't know if i even remember all the, the characters because there's so many of them too right 
Because there's Winnie the Pooh. We've got Christopher Robin. I don't know if he's going to be in this one. But we got uh, Tigger, Piglet, Eeyore, Conga, Roo, Rabbit, Owl. Who's Conga? Kanga? Conga's a female kangaroo and the doting mother of Roo. The two live in a house near the Sandy Pet. Wait, I don't remember Conga. Who's Conga? Winnie the Pooh. Conga. Oh, I recognize Conga now. Never mind. Never mind. It's literally just a kangaroo and Roo's the little one. For some reason, I was mixing up Roo and Eeyore. I don't know what's going on there. But there's a bunch of other minor characters as well. I don't know if the minor characters are going to show up as one of the, the psychi psychiatric things, but I'm uh, I'm curious and excited to see, <laughs> to see what happens with this. So for the first question, we've got, I am quick to act on a whim. Thinking a little, thinking little about the negative consequences of my actions. So that, oh man, this feels very much like those personality test kind of things. I'm worried it's going to be something along the lines for that. Oh wait, our, your, your first question was different? Wait, really? I wonder if the questions are randomized then. That's interesting. That was my first question. I'm going to go, kind of going to lean more towards the, the agree thing. Because I do... Uh, people sometimes tell me I give unrelated answers to the, to their questions. That was yours. Oh, interesting. I'm sure. Okay. So we can't, I was hoping we could go along and do this together, but I don't think that's going to be, I don't think that's going to be an option now. We've all got different questions. It might just be randomized or I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like this, but they had 50 different questions and they only gave you 33 of them or something like that. And so that it, and it was a random order just to kind of throw people around with it. Cause it's supposed to, it tracks the statistics of what people answer here. Cause they're doing it. I think this is part of their study, but I'm sure by now their study's done and over. We'll, uh, we'll see about that. But yeah, I feel like quick to act on a whim, thinking a little about negative consequences to my actions. I feel like I'm pretty quick to, to just act on whim. So we're going to, we're going to go with that one. Some people, sometimes people smile at me in the street and I don't really know why. I would disagree with that. Right? I think the only times people people smile at me is when I wave at them, when it's somebody I know. But for the, I mean, if that one's tough cuz I don't really go out places too much. But we'll go with that. We get, my thoughts jump from topic to topic with little consistency or control. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much how that goes. We got question four. I'm often told that I'm very correct and, res and respected person. Well, I mean, on the internet, in the land of Twitch, in the land of YouTube. I don't know. A lot of... <laughs> I definitely don't hear that at all. But I mean, when it comes to my, my friend circles, uh... I don't, I don't know if I hear the correct, but I definitely hear like the respected person. So, you know, we'll, 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 we'll lean a little bit into the agree part there. We'll lean a little bit into that. Uh-oh, Arkham's typing. Or Viva La Revolution's typing. <laughs> All right, question five for me is, I'm almost never happy and I can't really think of anything that would make me happy. I disagree with that. I like to think I'm a relatively happy person. I think for the most part, for the most part, I don't have problems with that. For the next one we got, I take things too literally so that I often miss the intention behind what people are saying. Uh, I mean, I'd like to disagree with that a little bit, right? I take things too literally so that I often miss the intention behind what people are saying. That's tough. That's tough. 
I've literally never been correct a day in your life. I've seen you try to do math. Do you remember when I was playing Amori and I got all of the math questions right? Bite me. Bite me, Arkham. <laughs> I take these delirious so that I have to miss the I mean, I think I can usually tell the intentions behind. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna strongly disagree with that. I frequently lose things forgetting where I put stuff. Yeah, hundred percent agree. All the way. Um I I when I come upstairs, I'm like, oh my god, I can't find it. My my dad just rolls his eyes basically. He's like, Alright, what'd you lose this time? <laughs> You didn't watch all the Amari stuff? Yeah, in the Amari stuff, there was a section where we had to go and tutor a student. Basically, the student was just like, yeah, I'm having trouble with my homework. Can you give me a hand? And it, would, it asked a bunch of math questions. There were some literature questions. I don't remember what the other ones were. But I, I got them all right. Nailed it. Everybody was giving me a hard time about the math thing. But I was like, no, no, I know what I'm doing. This is it. And then I was right. <laughs> you think you're all smart because you're an engineer, right? You're doing all your math and your big your big brain building. Well, I'll have you know. <laughs> I can I can still do some math. I seem to have so this question eight, I seem to have so much energy that sometimes I I can sometimes be exhausting or annoying to others. Ooh, that's a tough one. Cause I don't feel like I have that much energy. But I think I, ex I exhaust and annoy people a fair amount. I know growing up, I would want to hang out with friends a bunch. And so I'd, there was some times where I'd almost call them every day. And I think they just started ignoring me. You're going <laughs> to, oh no, Overdrive, what did you get? Okay, here's what we're going to do. Before we share our results, we're all going to try and guess what the other person got. <laughs> or which character they got. And then we'll see, we'll see how that all goes. I think, I think this will be fun. All right, the next, I'm on, see, you, wait, you're done already? I'm on question nine of 33. <laughs> My thoughts have a tendency to run in strange loops and dwell on weird themes, and I wish I could get rid of this. I mean, yeah, no, I 100% I kind of agree with that. There's a lot of times where my, my mind gets lost in, uh, on certain thoughts, or it really focuses down and hunkers down on certain things. And uh, I have a hard time escaping. I'm also really worried. The podcast version of this, the washer or the dryer is going right now, and it is squeaking beyond belief. And I think it's just going to be heard throughout the whole thing. Uh, so I might just go shut it off here. Give me a sec. Ooh, all right, we're all good. It was towels. They're dry. See, that one I disagree with because you don't want it to stop. <laughs> you don't want it to stop. Well, because for me, a lot of the time it happens in situations where I don't want it to, where I'll be trying to go to sleep or I'll try to be focusing on one thing and then uh, I'll get caught thinking about other things. And then the more I try to not think about it, the more it just kind of like starts repeating and going over and over and over again, uh, especially songs. If there's a song that gets stuck in my head and I try to think about other things, the song will just go down to basically like, uh, maybe like three, it'll be like a three second loop that for some reason, I don't know, it's really dumb. It's really stupid, but we'll, uh, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> All right, our next question is sometimes think that I have powers that other people would not be able to understand. Okay, so this one's difficult to answer because sometimes I like to, th I, I like to imagine what it would be like if I had powers. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Every time I'm, it happens at least a few times a, a week where I'll just be sitting somewhere and I'll try to use the force, right? Or use some sort of telekinetic powers. I know it'll never work, but there's always part of me that's like, come on, 
Come on, this is the time. This is when you're gonna awaken it. This is when you're gonna learn about this new power that you have. It's gonna go out of control. The military is gonna come after you. You're gonna have to go on the run, but it's fine because you have these sweet things. And, uh, oh man, it'd be so, I just, oh. <laughs> right, and then it just kind of goes off in the spiral thing. And then sometimes it gets caught in the loop and you keep going back through it. But I won't lie, there are many times, like there's, there's many times I'll be at a mall or a situation, I'll just be people watching. And uh, cause it's just fun to see what people do. And I'll, I'll, every once in a while I'll just be like, I'll try to say, or like, like through my mind, I'll try to tell the person what it is that they're, what it is they're going to do. Next will be like trip or like fall or like pick that up or like go to the left. Just to see, you know, 99% of the time the person doesn't do what it is that I say, but every once in a while you get that one person that reacts the way that you tell them to in your mind. And then you're like, yes, right. It feels like this little victory and you're like, ah, oh, I can succeed. Life is good. <laughs> but no, but seriously, every, every day, almost sometimes where it's just like, all right, let's see if I can just lift this or like do something with my mind. Cause my ultimate superpower would be telekinetic powers. I would want that more than anything else. When the Incredibles came out, the I don't remember the the daughter's name, but she had that that little like force field thing, and then she I think she had the the mind powers, right? Those were so, Violet, yeah, those were so cool. I thought she was the coolest character ever. <sighs> I was really jealous of her. Uh, so I sometimes think I powers you probably understand. See, that's why I have a hard time answering this because I don't think I have powers. But I wish that I did. <laughs> Sometimes think that I have powers that other people would not be able to understand. I'm just gonna leave it as neutral. We're gonna we're gonna leave it in the middle. We're not gonna say I agree or disagree. I think we'll just kind of go even ground with that one. I frequently have problems staying with the task at hand. We're gonna we're gonna highly agree on that one because I feel like that one kind of sits in there nicely. Uh, I take care to spend my money wisely so that I can handle. And un okay, this one's tough. Because I do, right? There are times where I'm very careful. You know, I've got my savings set up. I, I mean, I say I saved up and, and put money aside so I could take a whole year off of work, right? And then with plus having more so that I could have the un unforeseen situations. But there are other times where I just, you know, there's just this compulsive energy where it's just like, I need to buy something. It's it's like it doesn't matter what. Sometimes I'll just go to Amazon and I'll just look through random lists of things where it's just like, what's something here that I could justify for some really dumb reason that really isn't justifiable to be able to purchase this? It just so that I can feel, you know, feel that, 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 you, you know, just, it's just buying things is nice. Lately, what I've been, I mean, I did it with Kickstarter for a while, you know, I was like, I love tabletop games, you know, I'm doing a bunch of stuff with tabletop things, you know, it's fine, I'll just back this one, I'll just back that one, I'll back that one, and then, you know, it's just like, oh, you know, I'll never get the chance to back something like this, because you can only back it once, so let me back some more of these, and, but now it's been books, although I haven't been doing bad with books, what do I got here, like, I ended up getting, there's one, one of these books, I, ended, I got like six books, so maybe, you know, maybe, maybe it was a little more than I should have, but, we got the power of myth from Joseph Campbell, which uh, it talks about a bunch of things to do with the myths and legends and, uh, you know, the powers of them, like writing stories. We got bird by bird, which is another kind of book to help with writing. We've got the ultimate guide to video game writing and design, as well as I got fantasy world building because I love that kind of stuff. And I've been doing a bunch of things to do with that. 
and uh yeah so i was you know i i tried i don't know i feel like i still take care to spend my money wisely uh no i all right no i disagree i disagree I was thinking back to it. I'm like, the the times where I started, I really saved a lot of money. It wasn't because I was like, man, I should do this. It was just because things worked out to the point where I was still able to do the other things that I wanted, but then I was also able to save money. So yeah, we're going to disagree with it. We're going to disagree with it and move on. <laughs> you, you, know, you finished already too? I'm not even halfway yet. The, all right. The next one here is the thought of having no one in my corner to look out for me makes me seriously afraid. I don't think I, I, I don't, I never really think about that. We're going to strongly disagree with that, right? I think, no, I don't think there's ever really a moment where I've been worried that I didn't have anybody out there looking out for me. I mean, it'd be different. See, what's tough with the, because this is a generalized question, right? And you could apply this to any different part of your life and it would, and it would completely change, right? Like, uh, let's say if I applied this to walking home from work in the middle of the night, you know, the thought of having no one in my corner to look out for me makes me seriously afraid. It's like, yeah, you know, who knows what could happen out there, right? But if I'm, if I'm like creating a story or, or if I'm doing a live stream and there's no one there looking out for it, it's like, I don't care. You know, I'm in control of that situation. I'm not going to worry about it, right? I'll just do me and we'll see we'll see where things go. So it's it's tough. Like there's so many different extremes. But in general, I don't think I don't think I worry about that kind of stuff. Uh, I agree on that one because even though I know I have people in my corner, what if I didn't, you know? Yeah. No, that's kind of that's but uh, you know, who knows Arkham, right? Cuz we feel I think we maybe we feel that way because we know we have people looking out for us. And so we feel like it wouldn't matter if nobody was. But then you look at a bunch of these other people that don't have anybody looking out for them, and 90% of the time they're just in bad places. And they just seem like terrible people just because they just feel like the whole world's against them. But, I mean, in this situation, I guess I just kind of go with how I'm feeling with it right now, and we're going we're gonna to disagree with that one. When I feel overwhelmed by my senses, I have to isolate myself to shut them down. Yeah, no, I'll agree with that. I need, I need my alone time. I'm comfortable around strangers and sometimes fantasize that they will hurt me? Is that a thing people do? That'd be terrifying. I'm comfortable around strangers and sometimes fantasize that they will hurt me. I, okay, okay. Is this like that thing where you... Because there's times... I don't, fantasize is a, diff, is a hard word, though. Because sometimes... Oh, I am uncomfortable around strangers and sometimes fantasize that they will hurt me. Uh, this makes a lot more sense now. Okay. <laughs> I can read, guys. I can read. Okay. No, now that it's the uncomfortable thing, no, that 100% makes sense. What is... Okay, let me just look up what exactly is the base definition of fantasize. Because I've always thought of fantasy... Is it just... Oh, it's just... It, indulge in daydreaming about something desired so it's people are uncomfortable and they want to be put in a situation where the person's going to hurt them is it so that they can defend themselves i don't think i've ever really had that so we're going to disagree with this because the only times i mean i've been walking down the street in the middle of the night and i see someone walk past me and i start envisioning in my head like okay if they attack me how am i going to defend myself does that count I don't want them to attack me. I don't want to have to defend myself. I just want to be prepared, right? So in those situations, I'll just put my hand in my pocket. I'll grab my keys, you know, 
put one of the house keys in between my knuckles so that if things get really dangerous, then I go in for like the punch, probably hurt myself more than I hurt them. But I still feel a little bit more prepared and safe because I've got the key in between my knuckles, you know? So I guess in those situations, maybe, right? I'm comfortable. I'm uncomfortable with strangers and sometimes fantasize they'll hurt me. But I, fantasizing is when you, it's like you imagine something that you want to happen. I don't want them to attack me. So we're going to, I'm just going to stick with the disagreeing thing, right? I don't want them to attack me. I just, you know, I, I just, I have an overactive imagination that prepares where it's like, uh-oh, right? Because I don't want, I don't want to be attacked. I don't want to have to defend myself. I'm going to stick with the disagree there. People sometimes tell me I give unrelated answers to their questions. I get that a lot. Because there's a lot of times someone will ask a question and I'll try to give an example, but to them the example just seems ridiculous, right? For a while I used Hitler as an example for a lot of times. And so I guess in that situation, like, okay, when I just use, when I just word it that way, it might sound bad. But when someone's like, man, life sucks, you know, blah, 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 I'd be like, well, could you imagine if, never mind, I can't think of a good example for this. <laughs> This is, uh, we're just, <laughs> moving on, hokey dokey, <laughs> right, okay, let me, okay, I figured out, I figured out how to word it, I figured out how to word it, all right, I figured it out, it's like in situations where someone tries to, to say, talk about something, and then you try to give them an extreme example, right? You give an example to the extreme to try and prove your point, but the example's so extreme that they feel detached from it. You know? Does that make sense? Right? If someone okay, I'm trying to think of an example where Hitler would work so that I can I can show you guys what I'm talking about, but it it's hard to come up with something off the top of my head. Um I don't know. Spend well, at least you're not a <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> All right, you know we're just we're gonna we're just gonna go on. We're just gonna go on. Uh, yeah, we're just gonna go with. Sometimes people uh, give unrelated answers to their questions, and we're gonna go. <laughs> I am always worried about one thing or another. I feel like I agree. I don't know. It's tough. A lot of it. I feel like I'm pretty easygoing. There, a lot of the time, I don't really worry about a lot of stuff. But at the same time, my thoughts always like, man, I could be doing this. You know, why am I not spending time working on this? Or why why am I why am I doing this when I could be doing that? I've is that it's I don't feel like that's worrying. It's just more of like, come on, Spencer, smarten up. You could be doing. You know, I guess like you know, we'll just we'll 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 move it to a slight agree that I'm. Uh, yeah, no, we'll put it. We'll keep it neutral. We'll keep it neutral. We'll do a neutral answer there. Even when things are going fine for me, I am anxious that it won't last. No, strongly disagree. I never worry about it. I just I like to think I'm a pretty positive person. I always make sure that my work is well planned and well structured. Yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna disagree with that. I think every once in a while I get these kicks where. I'm like, all right, I'm going to organize. This is going to be great. It usually it usually happens in November. It usually happens around November because November I usually go and I'm like, man, you know what? I really could. You know, I could be doing so much better than this. I could 
be planning and preparing. I could schedule stuff. So then I'll go and buy a planner and it'll be really hard to find one because they don't sell planners for that year anymore because they're starting to sell planners for the next year. And then I'll, I'll fill out the planner. I'll usually stick with it for like a week and a half or two weeks. And then I'll take a couple days off and then I'll go hard at it again for another week and then just gone. And then never again. I th I've got a bookshelf with probably like six or seven planners. And each one, ha I guarantee you, if I was to open them up, each of them right now, it would be around the beginning to the middle of November is where they would start. <laughs> About the middle of December is where they would end. Every time. Pretty much every time. All right, our next question here is, I feel better about making big decisions if I get others to suggest a course of action and then follow that. <sighs> I mean, this one's... I don't really know how to answer this one. Because I'll, I'll ask a lot of people their opinion, and if their opinion is the same as mine, then I feel better about my decision. But I don't always, you know, I don't always just... I don't just... I don't just get other people's to suggest a course of action then i follow that so we're, we're gonna do like we're gonna do we're not gonna fully disagree but we're gonna mostly disagree with that sarcasm and tone of voice are often lost on me i like to think that i'm pretty good with sarcasm and tone of voice definitely not in like text or or typing format but person to person pretty good at it i i won't lie all right there are many times where especially when i'm creating content on the internet i feign ignorance because i'm like yeah this is funnier if i just pretend i don't know what they're talking about <laughs> or which i was like never what spencer you would never do that i mean doesn't happen all the time but sometimes it happens more often than not you know it all depends on the situation the scenario Definitely not in the pride flag video. <laughs> I mean, I like, I feel like it's safe to say this because it's just you guys here. But there's a, there's a lot of times where, because there's a special kind of, or a specific kind of tone that I like to set for my stream, right? I don't like the, like the, the dirty stuff. I don't really care for lots of swearing and then the strong innuendo stuff. So uh, there's a lot of times where I read things that I'm pretty sure someone was intending as innuendo. And then I just read it as if I didn't know that it was innuendo as if to just really, so that people are kind of like, Oh, okay. He just doesn't get that stuff. And then once people go to explain it, then I can really, so cause it's right. Big brain craft, big brain moves here. I'll pretend I don't understand what it is and then they'll try to explain it to me and then I'll shut them down right there, right? If they say innuendo and then I read it and acknowledge that it's innuendo, they get that dopamine boost. But if I don't acknowledge it and then they try to say, no, this is what it means and then I shut them down, they never got the dopamine boost and I basically got to, and they got to feel bad while trying to do the innuendo so they'll either go away or they'll learn, okay, that's not something that I'm going to get some feel-good vibes from, right? Ah, genius. Big brain moves, right? <laughs> uh, what about times when we aren't creating content? Uh, I mean, sometimes I just ignore the innuendo because I just don't, I don't care for it. <laughs> but, but yeah, there are, there are also, I'm pretty sure, I'm sure there's a bunch of times it also doesn't, uh, it, it just kind of goes, I'm sure there's a bunch of times it goes over my head and I don't even know about it, so. Not even, what do you mean not even innuendo though? What about the times when we aren't creating content? Overdrive, you're going to have to expand on that now. I don't understand what you're saying. Not even innuendo. Then again, we, uh, we're creating content. 
of some sort 90% of the time with this group. Yeah, I mean, we pretty much, it's always content, right? We're pretty much always doing things. When stuff goes over, I mean, maybe there's a bunch of stuff that goes over my head, and I just have no idea because it just goes over my head. Who knows, over time. <laughs> but we got, look at that, guys. Tw 22 of 33. We're 66% of the way done through this, right? How's that math for you, Arkham? Are you proud of me? When I start feeling down, it's as if I keep sinking until I've hit rock bottom. I don't know about this one. There's a lot of times where I'm feeling down and I don't even realize that I'm feeling down. But then once I realize I'm feeling down, then it's really easy for me to kick myself out of it. So I feel like we're going to mostly disagree with that one. right? I mostly disagree with the idea that when I start feeling down, it's like I keep sinking until I've hit rock bottom. I've been to work and chores before attending to hobbies and fun. Disagree. Next. <laughs> I like, you know, I, I kind of like, I do mixes, right? Do a little bit of work, do a little bit of fun, do a little bit of work, doing a little bit of fun, tiny little bit of chores, doing some fun. <laughs> Sometimes we aren't doing content and some stuff happens that makes us go, why aren't we making content right now? <laughs> yeah. That's generally how it goes. Honest, honestly, it's that, that thought and that mentality that I think has killed playing video games for me. I I pretty much don't play video games unless I'm streaming it. And there's a lot of times, I think the last game that I played that I didn't stream or it wasn't related to some sort of content uh, creation kind of thing was, it was on the Switch. It was that, it was an item shop game where you explore this dungeon and bring items back so you can sell them to make money and then ex unlock other dungeons as you go. It's kind of like a roguelite one. I don't remember what it's called, but I played that and it was it was really fun and I loved playing it, but it was also really difficult to start playing it every time because my my whole mentality was like, what if I'm going to I'm going to if I do this here, I'm going to miss out on being able to play it in uh, in a content creation form. And it's uh, oh, Wildlands. No, we, that's right. Oh, we played a bunch of Wildlands. Arkham, I think I'm just going to start recording all the games we play together so that we can make a video. I mean, Honest to God, I think there's a lot of times where we could probably, and I'm sure you guys, it would work the same for you guys, where just start up a game and hit record without the intention of uploading it. I'm sure it'd be just, it'd just be easy to play, right? And you can just, you can just play the game and not worry about it. Part of the reason why I made, there was the YouTube account that I made, um, Warm Tuna Gaming. And the idea behind that was to give me a place where I didn't really care. Uh, about the con like I cared about the content to the point where I'd, I'd, I would just play things but it was set up so it was just kind of my go-to side thing so that I didn't have I could play things and not really worry about anything but I ended up getting I ended up just I couldn't I couldn't keep it separate right every time I would do stuff I my thought was just always like okay what do I do to make this better how can I improve on this and uh, you know what what can I be changing and then uh, and then at that point I was just like well I might as well just be doing this on my normal content and so then I kind of fell off and stopped doing stuff with it, which I was disappointed in, but I don't know. One of these days. I think at some point when I'm able to hire an editor for my YouTube stuff, then I'll feel like I've got the time to go back and do stuff with Warm Tuna Gaming. I love the idea of Warm Tuna Gaming and everything that I started doing with it. It's just, you know, the time with editing and things like that. It's crazy. Uh, this is why I'm keeping my PS5 in the living room. It will never be content. Oh, that's a really cool way of doing that. I keep forgetting you got the PS5 too. You got that a while ago. Okay, so when things get too boring, I feel compelled to start adding a little color to the situation to get the party started. I'd like to agree with that, right? When I get bored, 
I, I typically just start to go off and do something else or I got to find a way to, to keep myself entertained. Okay, honest to God, I struggle with D&D so hard if I'm not the DM. It is so difficult to sit there and play D&D if I'm not the dungeon master. I had no idea really how truly difficult I found it until um, Sif's D&D. And I thought it would be, I thought at first, I was just like, okay, maybe it's just because it's Sif's D&D. Not that it was bad, but it was just really slow a lot of the time. But I feel the same way with all the other D&D things I've played. I just, I, I enjoy it for the first little bit. And then as soon as I, it's usually about, we'll get about a month or probably a month and a half, two months in. And that's when I start getting to the point where it's like, okay, you know, I need a change of pace. I'm, I'm starting to feel done, and I don't, I don't know how to fix that. I don't know what to do with that. You're also getting back into League of Legends has kept you away because your play is <laughs> stupid. <laughs> uh, I kind not going to lie. There's still times where I miss I miss the, the, the fun experiences I had playing League of Legends when I was younger. Because there was a group of about 14 of us, I think. Like, we weren't, we weren't all really good friends, but we were close enough that we all would just play league together. And there was usually enough people that we would get custom games of the full 10 people going. And it was awesome. You're excited to see what I'm going to be running with the star Wars thing. I am so pumped with for it. I'm, Oh man, I'm doing something a little different with it as well. Uh, for those who don't know, I play D and D on geek nations, uh, live stream. Uh, we do it every Sunday, uh, 2 PM mountain time is, well, I mean, we say 2 PM mountain time. We don't usually start until like two 33 PM mountain time. But we got things have gotten a lot better with that. But yeah, we're gonna be doing alternating. In starting in the next couple of weeks, we're gonna be alternating where uh, Mercury is going to be streaming the D and D thing, and then the next week I'll be streaming the Star Wars, and we're gonna kind of rotate back and forth with that. And typically, I've usually planned my D and D campaigns or any sort of tabletop thing to be a little bit more kind of open worlds, where it's like, all right, I'm gonna set things up where. I've got our base setting, our base setting. I've got encounters planned. I've got some villains in the story arc. We'll see where the players go. But with this one, I'm planning it a little bit more kind of linear where I've got kind of more of a set story in motion, kind of more along the lines of um, kind of like how you get those pre-made campaigns where it's got a bunch of stuff kind of laid out. I, it won't be as intricate as one of those, but I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for it. So, Plus, you're excited to get into another new campaign. You still haven't finished the art. The IRL one that you guys are in is almost done, isn't it? I think you guys have one or two campaigns or one or two sessions left. Wasn't it something like that? Uh, all right, next question. When I am alone, I sometimes feel as if there's something or someone watching me. Yeah, no, I feel that way all the time. I know it's not true. I know it's just my imagination just taking advantage of me. Even, and it's always been like that since I was really young, where I would always run up the stairs as fast as I could from the basement because our lights to our light switch was sometimes was downstairs, depending on what lights you would use. And I would always shut it off. And in my mind, as I was running up the stairs, there were things reaching out to grab me from the storage area. It was really dumb, but uh, it's been almost done. For, you, you've almost finished your campaign for three months now. That's fair. I have a feeling your guys' campaign is never going to end. I believe I think your campaign is done. I have a strong feeling that uh don't expect any more of your campaign to happen. And uh just put it to rest now. Your campaign is done. <laughs> it's as done as it'll as, as, as it'll ever be. 
No, Spend Don't Stay That Sarah was worried that would happen. I, uh, I, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Gut feeling, right? Was Spencer's intuition. No, I just, I just, after three months, after three months, it's got to be done. I guarantee it, right? I've, I've had campaigns that have taken three month breaks, never to be picked up again. Oh, dude, it's, we're almost at the end. Okay, I got to push through this. All right, we, let's do this. Uh, next question. When I'm alone, I sometimes feel as if there's something, oh no, we did that one. I don't feel that things are under control unless I am in charge. Ooh, I have to agree with that a little bit because I do have some control problems. I definitely have control issues at times where when I'm not in control or at least feeling like I'm part of the control, I, uh, it's not that I have problems with it. It's just, yeah, okay. No, I have problems with it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I don't feel that things are under control unless I'm in charge. In my defense, all right, in my defense, I grew up working at a golf course where we worked with a bunch of old guys, and uh, there was like there's a few of us that were my age. There was a bunch of old guys. Typically, the young kids would get split up to go a bunch of do a bunch of different things, so we would be kind of helping out, so that the old guys didn't have to work as hard. Like if we were sh if we were like working golf course, you do a bunch of digging, you do a bunch of stuff like that. You know, we would do the big heavy shovel lifting. They'd kind of push things around with the rake or whatever it is. You know, that kind of stuff. And the old guys that we had, they wanted to just be there. It was basically. They worked at the golf course because they wanted some, they were retired, they wanted something to do, but they didn't really want to think too much. They was just like, you know, this is my retirement. I'm just here to just do stuff. You're in charge, right? So then I would always just be put in charge by them. They'd be like, all right, Spencer, what's the plan? What's going on? And it, it was like that since I was really, really young. So, it, it, you know, it, it just, and then we would get new staff that would come in and then I would train them. And so I, I, I've always just had control of a lot of situations with that kind of stuff. And especially with mostly, I've I've mostly just DM'd, so we're gonna, you know, maybe we're gonna bump that up to like, I agree pretty good with that, you know. Alright. <laughs> I often think that interactions with other people are just more trouble than they're worth. I strongly disagree with that. I think, I think, I often think that talking with other people about their opinions <laughs> is more trouble than it's worth, though. <laughs> Uh, people think I say strange things. In my mind, I'm sure they talk about me behind my back, picking apart every little thing I said or did. As much, I don't know, I, I always get worried about that. We're going to slightly agree. I think for the most part, that's gotten, uh, I don't feel like that at all. But for the longest time, I always, I always felt strongly that anytime I would say something and go somewhere else, it would, I'd just be like, oh man, they're picking it apart. But that's supposed, apparently that's, like a lot of people have that because it's a natural thing that we do, right? Because we all want to fit in naturally just genetically however our brains work and you know through the evolution of our of our species it's just a natural thing where we want to fit in so any situation typically where we don't know if we fit in we're always going to pick that stuff apart so i feel like for the most part generally everybody feels that way at least at some point uh 29 i am under sensitive i am under sensitive to social cues and the prospect of danger what does that mean i am under sensitive to the social cues. Let me look up undersensitive just to see if it's got some specific thing here. Undersensitive. Under individuals, um, it means that it takes a lot of that sensation to stimulate the person? What? 
So, so you don't get social cues. I, I like to think that I get social cues more often than other people do. At least in like, like in person when you can read body language. Because I've, I've always tried to be really active. I don't, I'm not always great at it, so I'm not going to fully agree, but we're going to mostly agree with that. I am constantly daydreaming. Yeah, we're going to 100% agree with that. I have been sad most of my life. I don't think I have. It, this one's tough, because I dealt with a lot of depression when I was younger. But I don't know, if, does that really count? I have been sad most of my life. You know what? No. We're going we're gonna to disagree with that, right? Thinking back to it, it's not that I've been sad, right? There's a difference between sad and depression. There's... There, there, there really is a big difference between sad and depression. Sad is when there's something that's happened that is making you feel sad, right? <laughs> Sad's when you feel sad, Spencer. You know, that's the, no. Sad's when something happens in your life that makes you feel down, right? It's sad is a reaction to something that's happened in your life. Or is happening in your life. Whereas depression is more along the lines of... Jim Carrey actually... I think it was Jim Carrey that said this. Where depression's more along the lines of where you spend so much... You've spent so much time trying to be this specific person that your body's just saying, No, we're done. If that makes sense. It's hard to explain. I have to find his quote. His quote for that was amazing. Um... But sad and depression technically are very different. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree that I've been sad most of my life. Uh, I talk more and think faster than others. Okay. My, uh, my radar goes off for this where it's like, whoa there, buddy. You know, if I say that I think faster than other people, does that mean I'm saying that I'm more intelligent than them? And it's like, I don't want to say that. But I definitely, I talk. I talk a lot, right? I'm doing that. You know what? I talk a lot, right? And... Thinking fast doesn't mean like you're good at thinking. It just means that you, you just your your brain moves. Your your brain just like jumps from things fast, right? We'll just agree with that. We'll agree with that. It's a good if a good thing comes my way, I don't feel happy about it. I don't feel I deserve to be happy. I strongly disagree. I like happy things. Everyone deserves to be happy. All right. Okay. <laughs> Whoa, these are so cool. Okay, so our options are piglet, tigger, rabbit, roo. Eeyore, Christopher Robin, and Pooh. And what's really neat is it shows the general where it's just like, oh yeah, this is kind of the thing that you uh, that you have with it. All right. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is really cool. I didn't think it was going to be this, this in depth. So now for us that are here, we got to try and guess... Who, okay, okay, let's start with trying to guess Arkham, right? We're going to try and guess Arkham. I think Arkham scored pretty high on Rabbit. I'm going to, I'm going to, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Arkham scored high on Rabbit. And because I think you can, looks like you can score high on a few of them. So I'm going to say Arkham scored high on Rabbit. And, uh, oh, there's a Jim Carrey quote. Oh, thank you so much. Depression is your body saying, I don't want to be this character anymore. I don't want to hold up this avatar that you've created in this world. It's too much for me. Yeah, that's the Jim Carrey quote. It's such a good one. I love it so much. 
I don't know. Overdrive, who else, what else do you think Arkham would have gotten? I'm pretty sure he would have gotten Rabbit. Right? Rabbit kind of, I feel like that. You would say Arkham between Rabbit and Piglet? Really? Oh, man. I didn't, uh, I hate, I hate saying the anxiety thing. But I mean, you think so? All right. Arkham, reveal to us which characters did you get? <laughs> and tell, can you tell us, if you don't feel comfortable with it, don't worry about it, but uh, you can tell us the percentages. Piglet was your highest by far. Whoa, what other ones did you get? I'm a little... I Because... The best part, too, is technically all of these, the way that they've got it here is bad. So there's really no good option <laughs> with what they put. You got Rabbit as well? Okay, okay. Were there, Arkham, was there any of them that surprised you? Uh, going through this, were you surprised by any of the bars? Whether some were low or some, did you expect some to be lower and some to be higher? That's my next question for you. Because this thing's kind of... I, I, oh, man, this stuff's so much... I love this kind of stuff. For years, I was so big into the Myers-Briggs stuff. Not that I actually believed it, but it was just really cool to go and read through all the different personality traits and kind of see how my answers for things changed as I went through different experiences. And uh, oh, it was so cool. I think for the longest time, I thought I was an INTP. Like, if I had to be one of them, it would be, like, an INTP. Um, but I ended up... I think I was ended up being more of, like, an ENTP. I don't know. The whole thing's... It, it's all complicated and weird and kind of fake, but also not. It's weird, but... Uh, you were more surprised by what, what a couple categories are, like Christopher Robin and Rue. That's fair. Yeah, the Christopher Robin one is... Uh, yeah, no, that's... Yeah, well, because Christopher Robin is schizophrenia, is what the 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 pathology things for but uh all right okay all right well let's try and guess what overdrive got so you got high on Pi so you were high with piglet which is anxiety and then high with rabbit which is ocd what did overdrive get i'm gonna say overdrive scored high on I'm going to gamble. I'm going to say he scored high on Christopher Robin, right? You know, the good old schizophrenia. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any good basing for that, but my gut tells me that, uh, that arc or not, sorry, not Arkham, that overdrive is a schizophrenic, you know? Uh, and then I'm going to say he got, he got, he got Tigger and Christopher Robin. That's my guess for the two, the two top ones. Right? That's what I'm going to go with. What do you what are you thinking? You think it's a tough one too? Yeah. I mean, it is tough. There could be so many different things. I don't see overdrive as being OCD. But I also realistically, I don't know overdrive well enough. With the I know like overdrive's I I consider overdrive a really good friend. He's a, he's a super amazing person and I I would never I would I would never not want to know him. But I don't know him well enough in his in personal life, right? With just like his mannerisms and stuff like that. 
because I I feel like Arkham you're you're a bit more open than Overdrive is when it comes to this stuff with just like talking about these things. And it's not that Overdrive's closed about it. He's just he just doesn't really. I think it's also that Overdrive works so much more that we I we never I never really get chances to talk to him about this kind of stuff. But I'm I'm gonna stick with Christopher Robin partially because going for the meme, uh, and then I'm gonna say Tigger. That's what I'm gonna say. He's got. I'm gonna say those are his two highest. Okay. All right. We'll give Arkham a chance to think about it. Arkham, what kind of guesses do you got for this? This is so cool. I love this. This, so I thought this was going to be more along the lines where it would just show us like the picture that you see with a lot of the quizzes online where it's just like, what kind of anime character are you? And then it's like, you're this anime character. I didn't expect it to show the chart. But I mean, this is done by psychology professors, right? They put a little bit more into it. Uh, you're saying CR slash Eeyore. You're going Christopher Robin and Eeyore. See, uh, I almost, I almost said, uh, see, I don't know. I don't know. I would, okay, okay. Overdrive, what do you got? What do you got, Overdrive? What did you get? What were your, what were your top ones? If you, if you want to give percentages, you're more than welcome to. If you don't feel comfortable with it, don't worry about it. But just uh, let us know what your top your top options are. We gotta know. We've gotta know, right? We're saying Christopher Robin. I said Christopher Robin Tigger, and then Arkham said Christopher Robin. Uh, <laughs> and Eeyore. Either way, we both think you've got schizophrenia. Uh, so you got. Uh, Pooh in a very close second was Tigger at 60% to... So did you get 60% Pooh and then 57% Tigger? Was that what it was? So, Overdrive, were you fairly rounded out with all of them then? Arkham, you got... Your Piglet was 87%? Oh, wow, you were pretty rounded out. Oh, wow, okay. What do you guys think I got? I feel like I'm I'm not really surprised with mine. And uh yeah, I'm not I'm not really su I'm not super surprised with mine. There there were a couple that I thought I was going to score a little higher on, but I didn't I basically scored nothing on them. But uh yeah, the uh mine's Although mine, you know, I got I got some pretty high percentages compared to uh compared to overdrive sixty and and fifty-seven percent. You're so overdrive saying Tigger. Just going straight and you're just like, yeah, Tigger's gotta be it. That's it's gotta be it. No other option. What's what's really cool is all we all know each other well well enough that I think that we can actually take good guesses on this, instead of just people that we haven't really talked too much about, and then they just they just go, oh excuse me, with just they're just like oh, I don't really know, and they just go and go for it. All right, Arkham, what are you thinking? If you're thinking depression with Eeyore, it's probably right. <laughs> it's not. Oh, I mean, I feel it's safe to say this. My my two lowest were Eeyore and Piglet. 
right? Eeyore, 7%. Piglet, 17%. Right? Those were my two dead end, which I think is fair. For the most part, I don't feel like I'm like that stuff at all. But, uh, yeah. We'll give we'll give Arkham another chance, another moment here, and see if he wants to come up with a, with a guest. And then, uh, oh, I don't. I mean, you got. I, I really doubt you guys are gonna be surprised with this. Tigger for sure. Maybe Pooh slash Rue for a second. So I got, I got my my number one spot was Winnie the Pooh with a ninety three percent. Your lowest was thirty three percent. So Overdrive, you were pretty just you were pretty well rounded out. That's pretty good. Right? What if what if this is just going to show Overdrive is just the he's just the average person here, right? He's I, I, okay, not just the average person. Like he's just there's nothing wrong with him. He's just great, right? <laughs> he's Overdrive is what we all strive to be, you know, just kind of a little bit of everything, you know, everything that's needed, he's just got. <laughs> but yeah, I had I had a ninety three percent for Poo with ADD. And then I had an 87% with Tigger uh, for ADHD. And then I was at 60% and 57% for Christopher Robin and Rue. And then I had OCD at 37% and then just Piglet and Eeyore basically down at nothing. Pooh and Tigger, we are lowest at 27%. That's crazy. This is actually really cool seeing how they do this. I also like that there's just no good options, right? It's just everything's a bad option. But looking at how... How the characters really thinking about the show and the characters' personalities, you, you know, you can kind of see it in all of them, right? Although Ruse, I don't know if Ruse is fair because I think Ruse technically just a kid, right? I don't know. It's complicated. I feel like I don't understand a lot of these concepts well enough to predict in this one, to be, to be honest. Oh, that's completely fair. There's nothing wrong with that. But uh, yeah, there we go. That's the poo pathology test. Not going to lie. Every time I've said poo today, it's made me think of actual poo. <laughs> and it's been hard not to giggle at it. That's all I can say. Oh, hi, Sir Ducku. That was, you came in at the wrong, <laughs> the wrong time. <laughs> Uh, we're just gonna backtrack, pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all the time we've got for this, cause uh, it's it's 9 p.m. I need to go to bed. I need to get some sleep. Uh, why? Okay, okay, we got a joke from Overdrive. Why did Superman flush the toilet? I don't know, Overdrive. Why did Superman flush the toilet? It was his duty. <laughs> Thank you. I greatly appreciate that. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Have yourselves a good one. And that's another episode. Thanks for hanging out this far. And if you want to catch more of my content, there's a link to my Discord in the podcast episode notes. And if you want to catch this podcast live, you can do so at 8 p.m. Mountain Time every Monday. We're hanging out talking in our Discord server. You can also find me on YouTube.com slash Spontaneous with weekly uploads on Fridays, as well as I'm live on Twitch.tv slash Spontaneous every Monday to Thursday, 8 a.m. Mountain Time to around 10 a.m. Sometimes even a little longer. Depends on what we're doing. 